Throughout this episode, you'll hear occasional dynamically placed advertisements as well as host-read ads by me promoting the work of my sponsors, similar to what you'd experience when you're binging your favorite YouTube content. If you find the ads disruptive, consider joining my community on Patreon. Premium submarines receive full-length ad-free episodes, hundreds of hours of bonus content, and the ability to connect and chat with other listeners. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash backfromtheborderline. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, my lovely listener. Today's episode is going to be a guided visualization practice. If you would like to skip straight to the guided visualization, scroll forward to around 15 or 16 minutes. Up until then, I'm going to play a listener voicemail and I'm going to reflect on why I've chosen this particular visualization and give you a little bit of background on it. I'm just doing this quick little intro for those of you who might want to return back to this guided visualization and do it again and want to just skip straight to it. So let's dive in. Hi, Molly. Uh, My name's Nick. I've been thinking about sending you a message for a while but I just thought this would be a great time because there's so much that's come full circle for me in just a very short period of time since kind of coming into this whole world of all of this uh, but just got off the FaceTime with my therapist and I'm just talking about all this beautiful healing that's taking place in my life right now after just coming to understand a lot pertaining to inner child therapy and Um, Just going back and reparenting and understanding why I have been the way I've been. It traces back to very clear, you know, early childhood abuse and violent communication, emotional abuse, um, paired with me being a highly sensitive person. I think, you know, just classic for everything that you talk about. Just a lot of really beautiful healing has taken place in my life right now. And I just wanted to say thank you don't want to I, uh, just be one of more people that just call you to say thank you but you're awesome and you're helping me find my own path in my life and I know that I want to pour my life into this to help others um, so thank you welcome to back from the borderline 
I'm your host, Molly, and I don't want to talk to your personality. I want to talk to your soul. The idea of alchemy is to reduce something with fire, burning it down so that something new can rise from the ashes. You can do this with your personality too. You can perform emotional alchemy. You've always had the power, you just didn't know it, but now you do. On this podcast, you will learn to view your symptoms as saviors, as alerts from your body, mind, and spirit that want to let you know when you're out of alignment with the deepest yearnings of your soul. From chaos comes clarity. Through working with and integrating the concepts we'll explore together, you'll emerge transformed, standing in the ashes of the person you used to be. I want to give a huge shout out to Nick for that absolutely beautiful voicemail. And I've received many pieces of feedback from all of you, from my Patreon community to just emails saying how helpful and healing and validating these voicemails are. And Nick, you said, I don't want to be just another person to call in and just say thank you. Please do. (laughs) I love when you all do that because I am very isolated here behind the microphone and hearing these voicemails and hearing in your own words, in your voice, the impact that the podcast has had on your life, it helps me keep going because I still struggle with imposter syndrome. I still beat myself up over critical or negative reviews that I receive because it's impossible not to receive those. I beat myself up over if the downloads go down or up or whatever. It's impossible not to question myself being just kind of behind this microphone and not having personal one-on-one connections with my listeners. And so to get that feedback from you all, it really means the world to me. And you have no idea the impact it has on me the person who's creating this work and also just for your other listeners that are tuning in and feeling so seen and like they have this sense of community. So please do send me these voicemails. I love them. And I loved this one, Nick. So thank you so much. I think it's incredibly admirable, all this work that you're doing and focusing on that reparenting aspect, diving into your past and really starting to put the puzzle pieces together. And the fact that my work could be a little bit of a catalyst for you, provide you with some aha moments on your own journey, that's exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. And you know, I've seen a pattern to this. Those who heal themselves tend to emerge wanting to pass that on to others. And that is how we are going to heal this broken world, is by healing ourselves first. Because as I just said, it often tends to translate into this deep inner desire to want to pay that forward and help others embark on that work too that are open to it, of course. So thank you again, Nick. It really means the world to me that you called and left this voicemail. If you would like to share the impact that the podcast has had on your life, you can visit backfromtheborderline.com and just click the little button there in my link tree that allows you to submit your own voicemail. So I can't wait to hear from you. So today's episode is going to be a bit more of a meditative experience. And so what I'm going to do is go ahead and take care of the dynamically inserted ads right off the bat so that we're not interrupted 
in the middle of this experience because the last thing I'd ever want is my listeners to be involved in this deep meditative practice that I'm going to lead you through and then have some loud ass ad played in your ear. I never ever want that. I'm very careful and conscious about where I choose to allow the ads to be inserted and I want you to know how much I think about that for all of you who choose to tune in for free. In October of 2024, I hosted a live event that I called Emotional Alchemy Live. Any control over what ads play, it's just like YouTube. When you're watching a YouTube video and they pop up, I can't control what plays. They're just slotted in there. And the revenue from these ads allows me to continue making content available for free for those of you who choose not to subscribe to Patreon. But if you would like an ad-free experience of the podcast, you can sign up for my Patreon community at backfromtheborderline.com and the link is right there to subscribe. Also for the last few episodes, I've been making some like longer shout outs for my sponsors, but I sometimes listen back to my episodes to gauge the listener experience. And sometimes I realize these can go on for a really long time. So I just want you to draw your attention. If you go to backfromtheborderline.com, I have two incredible sponsors of the podcast. One is Jung Platform, where you can take some online courses exploring the work of Carl Jung, and you get a discount for your course that you can find through the link on my website. And also I'm sponsored by Pure Spectrum CBD, an incredible high quality CBD company owned by a family in Evergreen, Colorado. And as a bonus, one of my beautiful long-term listeners of the podcast, Madison, works for them. And so these two sponsors are incredibly close to my heart. And if you'd like a discount on your first order of either a course exploring the work of Carl Jung or on a pure high-quality CBD product, you can check both of those sponsors out through the links on my website at backfromtheborderline.com. On today's episode, we are going to be talking all about surrender which is one of the hardest things to do in our recovery journey, but one of the most essential. Back in October 2024, I hosted a live event for some Back from the Borderline listeners where I guided them through a ritual of surrender live on Zoom. And afterwards, we had a Q&A session and it was just the most beautiful experience. After that event wrapped up, I promised those who attended that I would eventually get around to recreating this surrender ritual in podcast form. And now that it's been a few months, I'm ready to release this. And obviously those who joined live got a really intimate experience. We chatted about things afterwards and it was just magical. But I want to do my best to recreate that here for you in podcast form. Understanding and integrating the concept of surrender is profoundly important in the recovery journey from childhood trauma and abuse for several reasons. The process of healing from such deep wounds is multifaceted and complex, requiring not only time and patience, but also a fundamental shift in how one relates to oneself and the experiences that have shaped them. But I want to go through some reasons why surrender is so crucial in our healing journey. First, it's all about letting go of control. Many survivors of childhood trauma and abuse learn to cope by seeking to control their environment and emotions. 
and this can serve as a protective mechanism during unsafe childhoods, but often becomes maladaptive in adulthood. And surrender involves acknowledging that we can't control everything, especially the past or the actions of other people. And this acceptance can relieve a significant burden, allowing for the emotional space needed for us to heal. Also, surrender is not about giving up, but rather about opening oneself up to the possibilities of healing and change. It means being willing to experience difficult feelings, confront painful memories, and consider new ways of being in the world. This openness is crucial for the healing process because it allows us as individuals to move beyond our past narratives and embrace growth towards something new. And for many of us who have experienced childhood trauma, trust can be incredibly challenging. Surrendering involves a degree of vulnerability and trust, not only in others like therapists, support networks, or the people we love, but most importantly, trust in ourself and the healing process itself. Learning to trust this process can be transformative, fostering a sense of safety and security that may have been missing in your life before. The journey of recovery from trauma is not linear. That's said all the time. It is full of uncertainties and setbacks, moments where you feel like you had made progress, but you feel like you're back at square one. Surrendering to the process involves accepting this uncertainty and recognizing that healing doesn't follow this predictable linear path. This acceptance can really, really help you in staying committed to your recovery, even when the path becomes difficult. At its core, surrender involves treating ourselves with kindness, compassion, and understanding. It means recognizing that healing takes time, that it's okay not to be okay. And by surrendering to these truths, we can develop a more compassionate and forgiving relationship with ourselves, which is key to healing. Understanding and really embodying and integrating, more importantly, this concept of surrender can lead to fundamental shifts in how we view our trauma and recovery. It encourages a move from a stance of victimhood or survival to one of agency and resilience. And this shift is critical for long-term recovery and for developing a sense of self and a sense of empowerment and a sense of self-efficacy. Integrating the concept of surrender into your recovery process can be really hard, especially for those of us who have relied on control and self-reliance as a means of survival. Understanding and embodying this concept of surrender is a massively powerful step in your journey toward healing from childhood trauma and abuse. It paves the way for growth, transformation, and ultimately a sense of peace and fulfillment that transcends the pain of the past. So I highly recommend that while listening to this episode, you create a space for yourself where you can go into the zone, whatever that means for you. That could be a warm bath with a candle lit. I'm a big fan of candles, so I'll just say candles all the time. <laughs> a quiet room with a candle. Um, 
maybe even a long walk, ideally in nature. I wouldn't go on a walk where there's going to be zooming cars and a lot of things passing you by. Maybe sitting in a park on a bench, you know, create an environment where you won't be disturbed, where you feel totally at peace and can create a sense of calm. You can even have a journal or a notepad. I highly recommend that at least. So if you're on a walk or something, you could use, you know, the notes in your iPhone. You're going to want to be able to maybe potentially jot down some realizations or intuitive hits that come to you when we do this visualization, but do whatever you need to do. So now we're going to take that ad break. You're going to hear those dynamically inserted ads and right when you're back, you're going to dive straight into the visualization. So this is a good time right now if you're listening on the public feed to get yourself situated, get into a comfortable place, and then we'll dive straight in. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. comfortable, quiet space. Before we begin, I want you to know that this is a safe environment we're creating together. I fully expect for this to bring up some really tough emotions. You might cry and release some things that have been pent up for a long time. That's a good thing. That's the whole point of this. To release and let go. So prepare to do that, to let go. Really allow yourself to experience this ritual fully. As we've been discussing on recent episodes of the podcast, you'll have noticed that I'm taking things in a different direction and opening up into the realm of the psycho-spiritual. What do I mean by this? 
in the West, the methods available for recovery and healing from psychological suffering are primarily rational, scientific, and based upon quantification and controlled experimentation. For thousands of years, people have used spiritual and contemplative practices for integration and transmutation of psychological suffering, but contemporary mental health research has either ignored it or watered these ancient methods down to such a degree that the magic and cultural significance is lost entirely. We've lost our connection to the ritual, the spiritual, the ineffable, the numinous, the power within each and every one of us. With this practice, I want to try my best to reconnect you with that ancient part of yourself that has always been there, the healer within. We'll be talking about the concept of self-surrender. And by this, I mean reconnecting with the fact that you are so much more than your ego-based self. When we're stuck in identification with our ego, which most of us are, it means we're set in the typical Western mindset of having. When we're tuned into having mode, we're rooted in consumption, in the desire to possess, to control, to dominate. Philosopher Eric Fromm describes the having mode as I am equals what I have and what I consume. When we're talking about surrender, it means moving into a different mode, into being mode. When we shift from having to being, we live in an existential possibility that's characterized by relatedness, non-possessiveness, and ultimately, pure love. When we live in perpetual having mode, this creates those debilitating feelings of emptiness. We live in an empty self. We've convinced ourselves that we'll somehow find healing or wholeness through consuming and controlling. Let's talk about what surrender is first by describing what surrender is not. Because many of us have a skewed view from how the world is culturally understood. Surrender is not failure, defeat, weakness, or holding up the white flag. Surrender doesn't necessarily require the presence of another person, except possibly a guide, which I'll do my best to be for you in this ritual we'll be performing together. Someone might surrender in the presence of another person, but not in a way where we're submitting to that other person's will. 
In current psychoanalytic literature and mainstream mental health, surrender is conflated with masochism and unhealthy submission. So what is surrender? Surrender isn't something someone else can make us do. Surrender comes from a higher aspect within yourself. Someone can provide good conditions for surrender to begin to happen, as I'll try to do here, but another person cannot make it happen for you. Surrender can be accompanied by feelings of dread or death, or even clarity, relief, or ecstasy. Surrender is moving toward the discovery of who you really are. Your true sense of self, your innate sense of wholeness, our sense of unity with other living beings. This couldn't be more different than when we submit to another person, where we feel like our sense of self is like a puppet in the hands of someone exercising power or control over us. Surrender is the total absence of domination and control. In the West, as well as in Western psychoanalytic literature that mental health provides, utilize surrender. It's often conflated with masochism, unhealthy submission, and defeat. In the East, however, surrender is more often understood in terms of liberation. My first encounter with Eastern spirituality came from reading the Tao Te Ching. Taoism is an esoteric mystical sect of Buddhism. I'd like to read you a passage that has always stuck with me. The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. The unnameable is the eternally real. Naming is the origin of all particular things. Free from desire, you realize the mystery. Caught in desire, you see only the manifestations. Yet mystery and manifestations arise from the same source. This source is called darkness. Darkness within darkness, the gateway to all understanding. When I first read this passage, I was struck with a sense of awe and wonder. I realized that there was a way of being in the world that is truly primordial a way of being that's in harmony with the cosmos and the beings around me. It made me wonder what it would be like to be free of the constant need to desire, control, and consume. To be tortured by my trauma and pain and resentment of the horrible things that had happened to me in the past. Could I instead possibly just be? instead of constantly grasping, forcing, ruminating, and doing, and having. Once I began diving deeper into esoteric teachings, I began to see the people around me in a new way. 
These were relatively decent people, but they were dissatisfied with life. They were busy, overworked, anxious, and generally neurotic people pursuing life trajectories characterized by self-interest, the pursuit of gratification, and puffing up their ego-based selves. And when I developed the courage to really turn around and look honestly at myself, I realized I was no different. And now, I'd like you to go within yourself. I want you to think about what you want to surrender here today with me. There's no need to go into some long explanation. Try your best to speak it to yourself either out loud, write it down, or just speak it out into your own mind, whatever works for you. I'm going to give you a moment to think of what you would like to surrender. Let it come to you naturally. And now that you have that in your mind, I want you to get very comfortable. You might be walking, you might be lying down, you might be in the bath, wherever you are. If you can close your eyes, great. If not, that's okay too, but just try to go into a meditative state. And be sure to have a piece of paper and a pencil or pen or just a note on your iPhone nearby because we'll be using it at the end of this meditation. We're going to be diving into the really meditative portion of our journey now. Feel free to lay down on the ground if it's possible for you with your hands on your belly or stay seated in an upright position. The most important part is that you feel comfortable. And during this, I'm going to be asking you to speak out loud during part of the meditation. So you can do this or you can speak it out into your mind, whichever is most comfortable for you. So I'm just going to give you 15 or 20 seconds to get comfortable and get into the position you'd like to be in for this deeper meditative portion. And as you continue finding your most comfortable position, I'll speak a bit about what you can expect from this next phase. For the first part of this visualization practice, I'll guide you into the meditative state using the words of philosopher and Zen master Alan Watts. Next, we'll shift into a contemplative portion on surrender to ensure the concept is solidified in your consciousness. And then we'll finish with a powerful cord cutting visualization practice aimed at helping you to fully release whatever it is that you've come here to let go of today. I'm going to assume by now that you're comfortable and ready to begin. I'd like you to start by closing your eyes. Next, I'll ask you to begin taking several long, slow, deep breaths. Breathing in fully and exhaling fully. 
breathe in through your nose and out through your nose or mouth. Try to allow your breath to find its own natural rhythm. Bring your full attention to noticing each in-breath as it enters your nostrils, travels down to your lungs and causes your belly to expand. And notice each out-breath as your belly contracts and air moves up through the lungs, back up through the nostrils or mouth. Invite your full attention to flow with your breath. Notice how the inhale is different from the exhale. You might experience the air as cool as it enters your nose and warm as you exhale. Simply breathe as you breathe, not striving to change anything about your breath. Don't try to control your breath in any way. Observe and surrender to your experience in this moment without judgment, paying attention to each inhale and exhale. The easiest way to get into the meditative state is to begin by listening. If you simply close your eyes and allow yourself to hear all the sounds, that are going on around you. Just listen to the general hum and buzz of the world as if you were listening to music. Don't try to identify the sounds that you're hearing. Don't put names on them. Simply allow them to play with your eardrums and let them go. Let your ears hear whatever they want to hear. Don't judge the sounds. There are no good sounds or bad sounds. It's all just sound. I want you to listen to the sound of my voice as if it were just noise. Don't try to make any sense out of what I'm saying because your brain will take care of that automatically. You don't have to try to understand anything. Just listen to the sound. What you're going to do is this. As you hear sounds coming up in your head, thoughts, you simply listen to them as part of the general noise going on just as you'd be listening to the sound of my voice or just as you'd be listening to cars going by or birds chattering outside the window. So look at your own thoughts as just noises and soon you'll find that the so-called outside world and the so-called inside world come together. They are a happening. Your thoughts are a happening. Just like the sounds going on outside and everything is simply happening. 
and all you're doing is watching it. Now in this process, another thing that is happening that's very important is that you're breathing. And as you start meditation, you allow your breath to run just as it will. In other words, don't do any kind of breathing exercise, but just watch your body breathing. Breathe just in the way that it wants to breathe. And notice the curious thing about this. You say in the ordinary way, I breathe because you feel that breathing is something that you're doing voluntarily, just in the same way as you might be walking or talking. But you'll also notice that when you're not thinking about breathing, your breathing goes on just the same. So the curious thing about breath is that it can be looked as both voluntary and involuntary. On one hand, you can feel I'm doing it. And on the other hand, it's just happening to me. And that's why breathing is the most important part of meditation because it's going to show you as you become aware of your breaths that the hard and fast division that we make between what we do on one hand and what happens to us on the other hand is arbitrary so that when you watch your breathing you will become aware that both the voluntary and involuntary aspects of your experience are all one happening now that may at first seem a little scary because you may think am I just the puppet of this happening a mere passive witness of something going on completely beyond my control or on the other hand am I really doing everything that's going along well, if I were, I would be God, and that would be scary because I'd be in charge of everything, and that would be a terribly responsible position. The truth of the matter, as you shall see it, is that both things are true. You can see that everything is happening to you, and on the other hand, you are also doing everything. For example, it's your eyes turning the sun into light. It's the nerve endings in your skin that are turning electric vibrations into air, into heat and temperature. It's your eardrums that are turning the vibrations of my voice in the air into sound. And in that way, you are creating the world. But when we're not talking about it, when we're not philosophizing about it, then there is just this happening. And we won't give it a name. And now and then when you breathe for a while, just letting it happen and not forcing it in any way, you'll discover another curious thing. That actually without making any effort, you can breathe more and more deeply. In other words, supposing you're simply breathing out and breathing out is important because it's the breath of relaxation. 
So when you're breathing out, you get the sensation that your breath is falling out, dropping, dropping, dropping out with the same sort of feeling you have as if you were sitting down into an extremely comfortable bed and you just get as heavy as possible and let yourself go, surrender and you let your breath go out just in that way and when it's thoroughly and comfortably out and it feels like coming back in again you don't pull it back in you let it fall back in letting your lungs expand, expand, expand until they feel comfortably full you wait a moment, let it stay there and then once again you let it fall out and so in this way you'll discover that your breath gets quite naturally easier and easier and slower and slower and more and more powerful and you slide more and more deeply into a meditative state so that with these various aids listening to sound listening to your own interior feelings and thoughts just as if they were something going on not something you're doing but just happenings and watching your breath as a happening that is neither voluntary nor involuntary you are simply aware of these basic sensations and then you begin to be in the state of meditation don't hurry anything don't worry about the future don't worry about what progress you're making just be entirely content to be aware of what is night comes and we give ourselves permission to dissolve into the rest of darkness we let go of all the valleys and rivers we wish to cross and our dreams of some distant future we allow ourselves the gift of rest returning to the calmness of our breath the silence of our minds and the heavenly dance of the night's curious dreams when we wake in the morning as our eyes open we slowly begin to step back into our mind's voice we dress ourselves not just in clothing but with all the things we neatly placed at our bedside while we slept we look outside our window longingly for our place in the stars not noticing that we are the ones weighing ourselves down subconsciously we adorn ourselves in yesterday's news 
and the rejuvenation we have earned in our sleep is quickly exchanged for heavy and worn out ideas of what our lives could look like if only we could somehow get where we were going. We walk, invisibly cocooned in all the things we wish we could control. We think that by keeping these things close, that we'll be able to manage them. If we keep our worries in plain sight, they'll have less of a chance of coming true. When in fact, the very act of doing so is causing us to live in places we're trying to avoid. Surrender means to let go. What a beautiful divine word. A word we should choose at every chance we can remember. For as the story goes, we are not in control. We are floating on a cosmic river carried from the stars into our mother's wombs out into the world. Where we then resume the same course, only now grounded in body. If we continuously release our need for controlling the flow and stop ourselves from worrying about rocks we might hit we allow divine grace to enter our lives. The more we trust the journey itself, the more fluid and joyful life becomes. The more we constrict, the more worry and burden we pick up along the way, the denser we become, the more we sink like rocks to the bottom of our river. We then ground ourselves in the turbulent waters rather than allowing ourselves to be carried to the calm, cool waters. Instead of feeling fear of all that may come bouncing forth from the unknown, feel intrigued and curious, maybe even delighted that something new is being born at every second. What we're trying so hard to avoid or hold in place may be in fact our dreams trying to come into form. There will be moments in your life where all might seem in chaos and disharmony. And in those moments, you must remember that the universe is reordering your life to match more of what you are calling forth Don't wait in fear while this happens, for it is a necessary part of the birthing process. Keep faith, trust, work with continued heart and intention, but let go when it asks and take peace in the unfolding that will soon come. Fear is useless in these times. Trust, however, is paramount. While we are co-creating with our life force, we are also at its mercy and must learn to surrender to it and to trust that it's in our favor. This does not mean we stop trying to create our best life 
does not mean we give up in the face of fear or stress. It simply means we let go of the hold that it has on our physical body. We see what's coming forward and remain working with focused intention, yet we release the stress and grip that it has on us. I'm now going to ask you to take three deep breaths. And with each breath, release a little more. Surrender a little more. Feeling your body being drawn down closer and closer to the earth. Feel how it loves you and how you love it back. Notice how good it feels to be in your skin. Present to the life living within you. Notice any tension in your body. Maybe in your neck. Your jaw. Your shoulders or your lower back. These places of tension is where you're holding a secret fear. That you are not supported that you've been forgotten, that life does not love you, that you are failing. See how these fears do not serve you. Let them go. Acknowledge that you're being weighed down and choose even just for this moment to surrender. Take a moment to notice the peace trying to lovingly hold you. Now imagine cutting the ties to those tense places and allow yourself to be carried into the mysterious nourishing waters raging around you. You are being asked to surrender to the beauty trying to unfold. The beauty trying to take you to the far off land of dreams you've been looking outside yourself for. Understand that it's been trying to take you there all along. Now get out of your own way and allow it to. And tomorrow, When you open your eyes in the morning and you feel the rush of consciousness flood back into your body, sink not into the old worn out ideas that you've been holding onto. Let yourself be relieved by the journey that is your life unfolding. Rest in knowing that same peace you experience while you sleep is still with you while you are awake. Surrender, dear one. Surrender. We will now 
move into our cord cutting practice. Continue to breathe normally, keeping your focus on the breath while remaining aware of my voice. Cord cutting is a very powerful method for releasing and letting go of attachment to people, places, things, situations, feelings, behavior patterns, and energies that are no longer serving you or are making you feel stuck in this part of your evolution. At the core of this practice is releasing attachment. Continue breathing deep, loving breaths into your body. Slow and steady exhales, letting it all go. And now I'd like you to go ahead and sense into or feel whatever it is you came into this session wanting to surrender, to let go. To make things easier, I'll just call it energy. Hold the energy of what you'd like to let go of in your consciousness. Really tune into how holding that energy there makes you feel. Bring that energy to your mind, to your heart, to your awareness, and allow it to become very clear. I'll give you a moment to do that. And now that you have that energy in your mind's eye, I'd like you to next visualize a cord connecting you to this energy you're seeking to release. This cord can be made of whatever material you want it to be made of, but try to visualize it in as much detail as you can. But now, as you're here, feeling yourself connected to this energy, really feeling it, seeing the impact it's had on your life, seeing this cord of energy. I want you to feel and visualize this scene. You, connected by a cord to this energy. How does it make you feel? Now, I'd like you to become aware of a supportive presence. This could be a guide, an imaginal protective figure, a loved one who's passed on, an angel, an animal protector. Feel yourself loved, protected, and guided by this figure. Feel bathed in as much love and compassion for yourself as you can. Knowing that within the context of whatever you're looking to release today, that you were doing the best that you could at any given moment, given the tools that you had at the time. 
reminding yourself that everything unfolded the way that it was supposed to. Feel your heart being filled with this beautiful, loving, compassionate energy. And whenever you're ready, extend that love and compassion to the energy of whatever it is you're wanting to let go of. Reminding yourself that this energy, just like you, was doing the best it could with the tools and information it had at the time, perhaps coming from within yourself to protect you, unaware of the ways it was holding you back or hurting you. And if emotions are coming up for you right now, let them go, let them out. Really see if you can come into a place of compassion and gratitude for this energy. Saying thank you. Thank you for what you've given me. For what you've shown me and taught me about myself and the world. Thank you for the lessons learned. And as you reflect on this, you begin to see the cord between you and this energy you'd like to surrender, being filled with beautiful, loving, and compassionate light. And now you can focus on this cord, this energy connecting the two of you, the energy connecting you and this thing you so badly want to let go of. And you can acknowledge for yourself that this cord and energy served you in some way in the past, but it's now time to release it. Let it go. Surrender. It no longer serves you. It's time to be set free, to transform. And when you're ready, I'd next like you to visualize that your protective guide is handing you a tool. You've been given a tool to cut, to sever this connection. Look down into your hands to examine what you've been given by your protective guide. Maybe it's a sword or scissors or fire, any other element. You get to choose what tool feels right for you. Let your intuition guide you. And when you're ready, as you visualize this tool firmly in your hand, I'd like you to speak out loud or in your head. Speak out into existence what you plan to let go of. You can do that now. Name it. Speak it out. Next, speak these words out loud or in your head. 
Thank you. Thank you for the lessons learned. This portion of our soul contract is now complete. I release you from my energy field now. And now, I'd like you to visualize yourself using the tool you've been given by your protective guide to sever the connection between you and this energy you'd like to surrender. Watch and feel as this cord is cut, burned away, or dissolved. Recite these words after me. I now release the ties that bind. I now claim that which is mine. Blessed be, and so it is. Take a few slow, deep breaths, noticing or feeling how you feel in your body, noticing if anything has shifted. And now it's time to call back your energy, knowing that this cord cutting has been completed in love and in the light of your conscious awareness knowing that the energy that was being drained from you, pouring into this element in your life that has been keeping you stuck, can now come back home. Take a moment and visualize pulling your energy, your vital life force, essence, back into your body. You can breathe this energy back in and exhale, circulating this energy through your body. Do several cycles of breath like this, inhaling, pulling your energy back in, exhaling, circulating it back through. Continue to breathe like this for a few more moments, feeling centered, feeling grounded. Perhaps you feel lighter or free. Just noticing whatever is happening right now within your body, within your heart, and honoring it. Cord cutting can be emotionally difficult, so allow yourself the time and space to process and heal and integrate what you experienced here. I'd like you to start to bring your attention and awareness back into the space around you, wiggling your fingers and toes. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes, feel back into your conscious awareness, and when do you feel prepared to do so, you can sit up or continue to lay back down.
Before we move on, you have one more task. I'd like you to get out your piece of paper, pencil or pen, or your note in your iPhone, whatever is most comfortable or accessible, and write down the person, place, thing, behavior, pattern that you released during our practice today. And keep this accessible to you because we'll be talking a little bit more about it later on. Because now we'll be moving into our final contemplation piece of our time together. Autumn is my favorite time of year. I love when the air gets chillier and watching the leaves change. And I lean fully into the comfy socks, hot chocolate, and book in front of a fire, all of it. In the autumn, the days get shorter. Everything in nature begins to send its energies inward. And we're wired like this too. But the thing is, we resist it. We are meant to go within just like nature does in its cyclical seasons. There is a shift collectively happening right now within us and without. And you could think of this in a more profound collective level or even just the shift between seasons. A liminal gap in time that gives us the opportunity to remember and reflect upon what's in the past and begin to visualize what's ahead of us. Autumn has that distinctive feeling of being in between two extremes, between gaps in time, between different feeling states. Autumn calls us to move out of the expansive and active energy of summer into a more inwardly focused and receptive energy, into a state of pure allowing, of pure surrender. Fall is a time of purification. It's the time we let go and surrender to what is so that new growth can burst forth in early April when spring arrives again, completing the cycle. After our time here together today, it's my hope that you will experience the seasons a little bit differently than you have before. I hope this season that we're in will be different for you, whatever time you might be listening to this This time, you've let go of something that no longer serves you. You're taking a brave step into that mystical gap of the in-between, and you're allowing what's dying inside of you to die. You're no longer holding on. This season, you will purify yourself with the energy of water. You'll relax into these shifting and changing energies. You'll become curious. You'll surrender to what is. You'll release your leaves and allow them to compost for new growth. For me, the tarot card that resonates most deeply with Autumn is the Hanged Man. The Hanged Man represents the suspended state, a time for letting go, a time for surrendering to the flow of life rather than grasping and controlling. And just like the liminal state of autumn, hanging in the space between the extremes of summer and winter, the hanged man is in a suspended state of being. He's hanging in the gap. He's fully in the present moment, and yet somehow time is standing still in his magical suspended state of being. 
He's not trying to do, he's not trying to control. And that's the space I'd like you to step into. I'd like you to honor what this season is asking of you. Allow yourself where you can to create your own purification and renewal rituals. This can be as simple as a hot salt bath, drinking warm tea mindfully, relaxing with a book, and some essential oils diffusing. If you want to take it a step further, you can meditate with the tarot card archetypes that align with the water element. You can allow yourself to engage in active imagination. This is the state of allowing your imagination to lead you in meditation to a predetermined place with possible predetermined archetypes to meet up with. It's about stepping into that scene and allowing your imagination to take the lead. During this imaginative meditation, I spend time with each of the five water element major arcana cards, the high priestess, the chariot, the hanged man, death, and the moon. What I try to do is spend time with each of the water archetypes individually. I try not to be too rigid about it. This is about allowing. If you need to spend more time with certain cards, do so. When I spend time with these archetypes, I go within myself and ask what their message is for me. And engaging in this practice helps me release what needs to go and create more space for me to receive. And as we let go through practices like this, life can actually become a little lighter. We start noticing synchronicities because we're finally moving with the flow of life instead of rigidly holding on and controlling. I might start my meditation journey this month with the hanged man, for example, since he's the perfect symbol for the beginning of autumn, which represents a letting go and falling away. Active imagination with this archetype might look like stepping into the meditative state by imagining I'm hanging upside down next to him, allowing myself to feel what he feels, to see things as he sees them. This archetype helps us to see what needs to go, what's truly important to you, what's hanging you up. You can spend a month contemplating on these themes with lots of purification rituals. During this time, the idea is that it will become clear what needs to go and what energies you'd like to call in to replace them. Or maybe you don't want to replace anything and just sit in the clear open space for a while. And as you move through at your own pace, you can choose between other water element cards and use the same active imagination process with each. Just follow your gut and throw structure out the window. Spending time in active imagination is the perfect way to release and surrender and prepare for the next season of your life. These next few months, allow yourself to flow like water to purify your body and mind, to allow and to receive and to release what no longer serves you. Embrace the season of the hanged man. Step into the mystery and allow yourself to be purified. Allow yourself to surrender. And now, remember where you wrote down 
your surrendered energy item. If you wrote it down in your iPhone, you're going to want to eventually translate this to a piece of paper. Write down on a little piece of paper what you decided to surrender today. And here's what I'd like you to do. Sometime in the next couple of days, I'd like you to decide how you'd like to ritually release this energy using your piece of paper. You can rip it up and bury it. You can burn it and bury the ashes, blow them into the wind or wash them down the drain of your sink. You can throw them out your car window as you listen to your favorite song. Take them up to the top of a mountain hike and blow them into the abyss, whatever you want to do. Make it ritualistic, have a ceremony that feels right for you. This is a very important part of this practice. It's the truly embodied peace. After you conduct your releasing ritual, have a shower or bath and really feel the energy that you've released washing away from your body. Take your time and really feel it. And as with all rituals, it's important to close them out with a meditation or prayer to seal the space and honor the healing transformation that's happened here between the two of us today. If your religious trauma is flaring up right now, don't worry. This is a prayer of my own making. And while I speak it out loud, you can imagine whatever higher presence you'd like to. It could be an ancestor, a loved one who's passed, your archetypal inner protector, your higher self, mother earth, your guardian angel, God, whatever you'd like. Just make sure it means something to you. So now I ask that you close your eyes and allow yourself to tune back into your breath. We'll now move into the closing intention. Most of us will not live in a monastery, forest, or ashram in our lives. The venue for self-knowledge for us will be in the rough and tumble world of jobs and relationships and daily life. Acceptance of ourselves without judgment brings to all wounds the tincture of self-compassion. This widens the channel for receiving the healing power of grace. So after our time together, welcome your shadows. Celebrate them. They are the primary characters in your own sacred story. An ancient tale of transformation written in your soul. Through the wisdom gained, you will find your way home to wholeness. In your mind or out loud, I'd like you to repeat the following statements to yourself with deep intention and feeling. I am not my personality. I am the essence of the whole universe. I take total and complete responsibility for myself. I am tied by divine threads to both the earth and the cosmos. When you were a child, you played the game of a child. And after our time together here, you have entered the world of realness. This means you know who you are. You've entered a new phase. You've stepped through the threshold of your metamorphosis 
You have begun to enter the chambers of the initiate. You have begun to identify your source. And if you really think about it, you know deep within you is a deep and ancient power. The power to move a mountain. The power to slay the dragon. The power to completely shift form. The power to remove yourself from being stuck within yourself. After our time together today, you will now know that you are loved. You will walk in the knowledge of that love and of who you truly are. You will work in cohesiveness and love with other human beings. You will ask for help from something higher when you need it. Your free will is your own. For help to arrive, you must ask. So after our time together, we will drop the pride of children. The sacrifices of your past no longer exist. They're no longer needed. Release yourself completely from your own bondage. Release yourself. Release yourself completely and totally. Accept what is. Accept who you are right now, where you are right now. May we let go. May we surrender. All right, everyone, that is it for this episode of Back from the Borderline. I hope you enjoyed this guided visualization practice. If you ever want to come back and do this all over again, as I mentioned before, you can skip the intro and start around minute 15 or 16 and you can jump straight in. However, if you'd like to just have copies of this guided visualization as well as all the other meditations and visualizations I've done in the past with no ads and no intros, you can actually subscribe to Patreon and go to the collections tab and you'll find all of those neatly organized for you there. But you can also feel free to do it here for free and start around minute 15 to 16. Also, As I mentioned in the beginning, I would love it if you would join our premium submarine community. You get hundreds of hours of bonus content, and depending on what tier you pick, you either get one or two additional episodes of Back from the Borderline each week, and no ads ever. So if that sounds interesting for you, you can visit backfromtheborderline.com and join the Patreon community. Also on my website, you can check out the work of my sponsors and claim those exclusive discount codes. You can also submit a voicemail to share your thoughts on the podcast. So I'd love to hear from you. And if you're not able to monetarily support the podcast, please remember that I would love nothing more than if you would share an episode with somebody that you love and care about, because that is the way that we grow this community and expand this healing work far and wide. So that's it for today's episode. Never forget, you haven't met all of you yet. Within your weakness, your inner chaos and disorder lies your greatest strength. If only you dare to shine a light on it and transmute it. 
we have to get to the point where we're willing to be the fool to begin our hero's journey. And remember, anyone, even you, can come back from the borderline. I'll see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Back from the Borderline. If you'd like to receive my monthly written recovery musings via Substack directly to your inbox, send me a voicemail, join the Patreon community, or check out my Amazon booklist recommendations, visit backfromtheborderline.com and click to access my link tree.